Blog Talk Radio. Here at ACO Radio, American Communications Online, or any affiliated stations or websites are not responsible for what guests, hosts, or call-ins may say. All programming is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Hello world, this is TJ Morris, also known as Teresa J. Morris. You can call me Teresa, <laughs> or you can call me TJ. I've been here about eight years, and I don't think I'm going away anytime soon, but I'm real excited to have a special debut, Power Psychic, Suzanne Wyman Flynn, who most of y'all know we've been working together for the last four months, and you guys seem to like us, seem to find us here on Blog Talk Radio with Vox and Spreaker, so welcome, and Spotify and iTunes and iHeart and Wherever your podcast can be heard, we have these live talk shows, and we're glad you're with us tonight. Talk shows live. I've got thunder and lightning in the background. It may get louder. So if I get cut off, I'm going to make sure Suzanne stays alive <laughs> and well on planet Earth. So let me get her on here. Suzanne, can you hear me now? I can hear you, Teresa. Thank you for having me on the show. It's really an exciting day. It's a great day to do a show, and uh just listen to some of people's concerns and questions and uh, have some interaction with some new and exciting people. Okay. Did your husband call in tonight? He's going to call in, yes. Let me see if yes. this is Mr. Rich. He can be our co-host so I okay. can take a break. Uh, is this I'm Rich? here. <laughs> hey, Rich. Hi, How Rich. are you? Hi. Tell people who you are. I'm Rich Flynn. I'm an artist. RichFlynn.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to leave you on so you can help fill the dead air with uh, your wife here when I take a take a, a brief brief break from the studio once I get people set up here. Uh, okay. So hang in there, and I'll just leave him on, but just mute in between until you know you two are talking to each other. So, but let okay. me. Uh, let, we've got people calling in from Denver and Connecticut. And I don't know who else, uh, I guess New Yorker, but I know who showed up first. So let's see if we can start with, uh, well, I guess Denver, I don't know. But, folks, we'll just get started here. Hello, 303, you're live and on the air with TJ, Susanna Rich. How are you tonight? Hi, you got a full house, huh? Yeah, how are you? <laughs> yeah. What's how your name you and where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Allison. I'm calling from Arizona, even though that's an old area code. Uh, they, it's an old Denver area code, old Colorado area code. From oh, okay. Almost 10 years ago, I've had that area code. <laughs> I just like my phone number, so I just saved it, and I just keep moving. <laughs> okay. Allison, Allison, how can yeah. we help you today? Would you like to ask one question? You want something, or can we just keep kind of do a general, like a three-monther? Or end of year, like, like uh, well, it's almost the end of the year, like two months ago. I, I like it when somebody tells me what they, if they have a question for me, and then I can, you know, tune in right away. You're exact, okay, you're well, precise, you like logic. I can, I can okay. I, well, you know, I can, I can make it super, super focused and say, I, I am, I am wondering what, what, uh, if my, if my timing, if I, if my timing for my move is pretty close, and that would mm-hmm. be, um, I'm probably going to be 
able to get out of here. It's a matter of able. Um, okay. I'm thinking May. I'm thinking May. March to May. March to May okay. of next year. Okay. April is uh, April 14th is your move date, and it's oh, a no. good it's a good move date for you because um, the things that you want, the money that you need, and the opportunities and being organized are all in place. Uh, you have a tendency to want things to be logical and well-ordered. So this is a well-ordered transition. It is a good transition for you. puts you in the right place at the right time for the right reasons. So it's an excellent move. I'm really happy for you. Um, I like it because it starts out the astrological new year. And so you think of yourself as moving in April, but it's the beginning of a new cycle so it's an excellent time for a move for you. And um, I think one of the things you're you're trying to do at this point in time is you're trying to understand how you can make it more organized. Well, you know, okay. part of the uh, – you're right. Actually, I am an incredibly, incredibly natural neat freak and mm-hmm. organized person. Like, even as a child, if you looked in my sister's closet – there's a hurricane city. You look in my closet, everything neatly hung up, all my socks balled up. I mean, my toys in my cupboards. I was like that from the day I was born, practically, you know. So, so I ran my life, I mean, very methodical, and I've moved a lot, too. The quest, I mean, the challenge to anyone like me who's that organized hmm. is there's a lot of chaos in the world right now, a lot of unknowns that I can't organize anything until I know how things are going to fall into place in a number right. of different, you know, so so my, the, the best of my organization is kind of put on hold right now because I can't do a damn thing. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, yeah. dear. Well, I think you really do have a good plan, and I do think that you carry out your organization process mm-hmm. perfectly, and mm-hmm. uh, you've already started discarding some things that are just maybe items, and you've started to sort, and so you're in, yeah, you're in a really good spot. So uh, the next thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to find boxes that are the right size and will fit together nicely. So you're also somebody who likes to sort your boxes. So this is a good move for you. Please just continue on with what you're doing, and it will turn out to be wonderful. Why did you pick the 14th? I'm just curious if that was I don't know. Because, oh, the just, first, okay. <laughs> First, first image, first image that came to me, it came across with gold and white letters. Okay. So it told me that it was pure in its intention. It was divinely guided, and it also was quite bright. So I know that that's that's your date. It's a good date for you. So let's just uh, keep doing what you're doing and go forward. Going forward is the key word. Well, I'm going to check that date that you gave. Mm-hmm. Um, with astrology, just so you know, just because so, I'll be interested to see because I do astrology. I love good. astrology. Oh, I good. passionately love it. And numerology, but astrology is my great, great passion. So I'm going to go into the ephemeris and see what's going on around the middle of, of August, middle of April. Just, so, just as a kind of, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if there's some kind of astrological stuff going on for me in my chart at that time. So I'm going to take uh-huh. that angle. Have some fun with what you said. Oh, thank you very much, Allison. Thank you for yeah. calling. Okay. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye, now. Bye-bye. Rich, are you here on the phone with me? I'm here. 
<laughs> oh, okay, TJ, there you are. Okay, well. Um, Let's see, uh, 203, you're live and on the air with the power Hi. Psychic. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Victoria. Hi. Ah, okay, well, let me let you talk to Suzanne. And uh, then right after Suzanne, uh, let me see. We talked to you last week, didn't we? Did yes, we? we did. Okay. Well, how are things going this week? Uh, things are going well. Um, it was just, it's really funny. I was just listening to the last um, call you just did, and when you said April 14th, it's just funny because the person I was calling about, that's his that's actually oh. his birthday. Okay. So I just thought that was like I just thought that was like a funny coincidence. I love it. Um So you have a relationship yeah. question for us tonight? Yeah, I just wanna know, do you see um me and a man named Rob spending more time together anytime soon? Okay. Your date of birth. July nineteenth. Okay, huh. So you need home and the safety of home and home to be the place of security and stability. And it's such an important piece in your life. It's like you have to get that part of your life just perfect. Uh, Mm -hmm. And when was the last time that you and Rob spent time together? A few weeks ago. Okay, good, really good. So... You want you want a deeper connection, and he's somebody who um, he's fiery, he's passionate, he's intense. Um, Aries often are these individuals who burn down the house and then say, "Oh, I need that one thing from the house." And um, so you you sometimes are a bit put off by how passionate and fiery he is, but he he knows what he's going after. And I think the important point is is that he is willing to spend more time with you, and that's just about. Circumstances, time, and opportunity. Mm-hmm. So the answer to your question is yes, I do see him spending more time with you. After November, he starts making more time and spending more time with you in the way that you want him to be with you. Mm-hmm. So why do you think it's like uh, like that gap between like now and November? We have right now, we have something called a Mars-Pluto square going on, and Mars is uh, the warrior energy, it's fire, and then Pluto is the planet of the underworld and death. And so it's it's several things in his life have come to an end, and he's just sort of cleaning up the mess, but things continue to end and we see conclusion for him. So while he finishes up old business, he's more preoccupied with getting his life more stable, which is really important for you as a person, mm-hmm. as a as a female cancer, you need somebody who's pretty sure and pretty steady. So he's got some things to finish up and then he will be free. Oh, that's good. good. So do so you feel he is like that he is interested in me and, like, has feelings for me? I, I think you know he has feelings for you, and I know I, I know that he's interested in you because he, um, he goes out of his way to express his um, interest in you. 
Uh, he wants to know the details of your life, and he is emotionally mm. available to you. So these are the mm-hmm. things that you mm-hmm. usually indicate a relationship and also mm-hmm. indicate, I mean, a person who's not interested, they don't make phone calls, they don't connect. So this person is doing all of those things, not as much as you want, but he's still doing those things. Right, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Well, thank you very much. TJ, did you want to add something to that? Except the... Okay, the I'm hearing that. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. John oh. Louis? Uh, 521, five, five, you're live What's and on the air. 520, you're live and on the air. What the hell is air. going on? Oh, hi. Okay, hi. Hi. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, I don't. I had to drop that call. I didn't know what was going on on that one. So, uh, I think she was distracted. 551, you're live and on the air. Can you hear me? I'm so sorry. I can't hear you. Could you please speak up? It's uh, T. Okay. T, how are you today? I'm pretty bad. Good. You sound kind of sad and depressed about something. Would you like to ask a question? Um, I'm actually on vacation. I just wanted to see um, if you have any messages for like moving or career. I'm so sorry. I can't hardly hear you. It just sounds like you're a whisper at the end of a barrel. I'm sorry. I said if you had any messages about career or moving. Okay. What kind of work do you like to do? Um, I'm, I'm actually changing. I, I, I'm, I'm having so much trouble hearing you. Can you please speak up for me just a little bit? Um, I'm changing careers. So, You're changing. What would you like to be doing in your career change? A sales. Okay. You're a natural saleswoman. Um, you have to develop your self-confidence, and you have to take an, um, you know, you're very much the soft-sell approach. But you, um, I really do see some opportunities in the area of work that you want to be involved in come November and December. And by January, you'll be working in the position you really want. So congratulations, you're able to make that transition. It takes a lot more work than you're expecting, but it's a very good transition and an important transition, I might add. Okay, thank you. Do you see a move? You've already made a decision about your move. Your decision about your move is a difficult one because it's complicated, but it is the most practical decision for you to make at this point in time. So your move is already in place. You just have to go ahead and do the footwork to go forward on that. You've decided that already. Okay. I just don't know what place. Okay. What are your opportunities? What are your locations that you'd like to be in? Um, down, uh, down south. Okay. Anything more specific? First thing that came up was Georgia. Yes. I was looking there in Texas and Florida. Okay. Georgia, Georgia Texas, has, and Florida. Yeah. Georgia has a lot more opportunities for you. Texas has some good opportunities, but Georgia has more opportunities for you perhaps than any other place. Okay. More like Atlanta. 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 
Um, a small suburb outside of Atlanta provides you with a good spot to live in, and the city of Atlanta itself provides you with a great work opportunity. Okay. So all right, I was definitely looking here and uh, thinking about uh, going to school there next fall. Okay. Excellent. Excellent opportunity for you. You like the culture of the South, and so for you, that's a place where you get to be seen for who and what you are and your talents shine in that area. You definitely have nice social graces, and you also have um, you have a you know a good attitude about hospitality. So those are better yeah. spots for you. Yeah, I, I, I used to live there. Actually, I have um, a person that I'm dating. He doesn't live down here. He lives close to it. Do you think that will get better between us when I move down to Atlanta? Okay. Um, Yeah, I mean, you've asked a three-part question, your work, your living location, and your relationship. But I think in your mind a lot of these things have already been decided. You're just wanting me to affirm that this is the direction you should go in. And my answer is, is that, this is where you're drawn to, so I trust that process, and I trust you as an intuitive, uh, empathetic human being to choose the right location for yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. <laughs> okay. right. Thank you. I am, and I am an empath. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I can tell. So, um, yeah, that's you. Your whole your whole mindset has been about moving to Atlanta, Georgia, for a while. I don't know why you've delayed yeah, I, it, but I, that is so true. I actually thought I messed up a couple of years. I, I moved like five years ago, and then I was I was like in regret for moving. I just started to accept the fact, but then I'm like, oh, I'm thinking about going back. Okay, good, good. That's really good. That's nice progress. Congratulate yourself for making the progress to go forward in your life. Stay focused on what you need to do to continue to go forward. And, you know, it, it you know it's it's a simple process. The pennies add up to dollars and the dollars add up to easy easy moves. So, watch your pennies. Yes. Yeah. Save your money and do the move. Follow your heart, follow your love and trust that, you know, the universe wouldn't guide you to a place like that unless you had something there to take care of yourself with. Yes. Okay, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. All right. <laughs> These one-minute calls aren't doing very good, are they? <laughs> one, one question not working too great. <laughs> they divide them up in about five different areas, but we got plenty of people. So, Wow. Okay, well, let's try this 631. Because it's empty. Okay. 631-424, you're live and on the air with TJ and Suzanne. Yes. Listen. Hi. Uh, Hello. Can you can you take your phone call someplace where you have a little oh, more sorry. quiet? Yes, okay. I'm sorry. I'm in my room now. This is Tanika. I was just helping my sister move. I'm so so sorry about all. Oh, that's way. Tanika that called you at home. Go ahead, Hi, Tanika. Hi. What's your question? Wanted Hi. to know um, what changes you see coming up for me. Um, if you see me with anyone, or if you see any future with someone in me, and by the name of Frank. Okay. I wanted to ask so about love life. We're, so, Tanika, we're going to do one question for you today. 
you have a question about a relationship with a person that you want to ask about, so let's just do the one question, okay? Okay. Okay, so who's the person we're talking about today? His his name is Frank. Okay, and how long have you two been involved with one another? We we met last November, the November before last, actually. I was working at the same job as him, and we got involved while working at the same job, and I since left that job this past November. So we still mm-hmm. sort of keep in contact. Um, I would like something more with him because I don't know how deep his feelings are for me if he's taken. So, But I'm just holding out, hoping for something. I don't want to do the casual thing anymore. Good for you. Good for you. So Frank is a person who wants to have... Um, a relationship with somebody where it's about friendship, connection, uh, common ground, value systems first, and then he enters into a relationship. So I think you know this about him. He's somebody who, um, he's high quality, high caliber. He's definitely driven and motivated to get what he wants. So you're going to have to figure out how to be friends with him first and then figure out how to create, create that connection and then trust that it goes forward. But he's definitely quite motivated to get uh, a relationship started. He's open for a relationship. He's looking for somebody with the same value system as in himself. Oh, um, so we were involved, so he doesn't look at me yet that way? He's still looking on the, he's still playing the field, you're saying? Or he doesn't look no, at I'm me not, that I'm, way? I'm, I'm not saying that. No, no, no. Um, let's see if I can do this again to you. Um, he is looking for somebody who shares values with him. You two had a uh, relationship that was sort of in passing with one another. It wasn't really serious. Uh, both of you were at different places, different problems in your life, and you didn't give it your full attention. And now after you've taken and you've gotten involved with some other people and seen that it was just very, very transitory, now you're willing to put the energy into it. So go back to building a relationship with him, and it should be based on understanding, friendship, mutual trust, loyalty. In the past, you've formed a relationship based on intimacy or um, emotional connections or sex, and this is not enough to sustain a relationship with Frank. He needs more at this point in time. No, he knows how I feel about him. Um, He knows I want more. I was always the one, I think, more romantic and more emotional about things like love, wanting love from him and everything, then he was, he always seemed so distant and always like, no, you know, like I don't want that. So he kind of knows that I care about him and I want something more with him. Like I was always the one, like, I want to see you, you know, I want to be with you. Like I was very loyal and dedicated to him. He knows how I feel. Right. But see the difference between a woman who actually knows what she wants and she's loyal to him because he's a good person for her you don't need to beg for a guy's attention. A man is interested in you, he's interested in you. So there's no being subservient or um, begging or groveling or anything like that. It's just really about the fact that you're a valuable woman who's self-confident about what she brings to the relationship. And that is the most important piece we need to incorporate. So I need you to come from self-confidence, worthiness, and value yourself. Is he seeing other people? That I would, even if I did know, I wouldn't answer for you because Frank's not calling me and asking me for a reading. It's you who's calling me and asking me for a reading about yourself. So I honor his privacy here. Okay. Okay? All right. All right. Thank you very much, Tanika. 
Thank you. TJ, are you there? A lot of background sound on that last phone call. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I uh, couldn't do anything about it. I turned everybody off, but it was on her end. So let's hope Tanika goes forward with her plan that we know her guides and higher source will help her figure out because we're all here on a spiritual journey and we're all here having a good time with each other. Rich, you still there? (laughs) No, Rich, okay. Um. TJ, you want to put another caller on the line? Yes, I am. Okay. Good. Rich, how are you doing? Pretty good. Here in Dana Point, where it's all cloudy and uh, smoky. Where's Uncle Jack? Sitting right here. (laughs) You want him to say hi? Sure. One second. Everybody, this is artist Jack Rutherford. Hi. Hello. Hey, Hello, Jack. Jack. How are you? <laughs> All right. How are you doing? <laughs> we wanted to say hi from the world to Jack Harris Rutherford. Uh, how are you coming well, along? How are you coming along these days? You still on the planet? Well, I'm still <laughs> on the planet, of course. And uh, actually, I'm closer than that right now. I'm on Dana, uh, Dana Point. <laughs> That's it. In California. In California, yeah, still in California. <laughs> You taking care of yourself? Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm doing quite well. I'm staying as a guest, and uh, people are feeding me super. <laughs> so, so I've got nothing to complain about. <laughs> okay. Well, we're we're looking forward to having your art on our Ace Folk Life uh, showcase. So I'm just letting you know we're looking forward to it. So I hope you're working on getting us uh, your catalog all together. I just thought I'd remind you tonight that. You know, we want to make sure you oh. know all the names and numbers of every piece that you can find. You'd be calling all those people and family in Spain and tell them to get busy. So, well, we're going to help you market and promote every piece you have. So, they better get busy. Yeah, that's a big, it's a big list. It's a pretty big list. I don't know what I have myself. Yep. Well, just reminding you on the Psychic Network because we were, we were with Suzanne tonight. <laughs> yeah. Nice reminder, TJ. Thank you so much. She's, yeah. She's quite, she's quite good at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, good. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, a little bit, I'm a little bit pushy, you know. Those. I'm just a little women. bit of an angel and a little bit of a guide, and sometimes I can be a, a radio show host, just trying to remind you. So, no, no pun intended. Just a little fun. All right. Well, we'll get back to the show. Love and light. <laughs> Okay. Have a good night. We'll see you next Saturday. Oh, this okay. Saturday, actually. All right. Uh, I've got somebody here that's all ones. I can't see. Uh, you're live and on the air. Can you tell me who you are, please? Because I can't see anything about you. Oh, hello? Did you... hello. Yeah. Hi. Hi, ladies. How are you today? Good. Good. Okay. This is Terry. Okay. Hi, Terry. Where How are you doing? <laughs> Fine. Where are you calling from, Terry? The, the Big Apple, New York City. Okay. Really? And you're on all ones? Is it just your phone? I think I'm learning after eight years. So a lot of times when I see nothing ones, it's somebody calling on a cell phone that doesn't have their phone. It, I usually think it's Skype, but Skype does that sometimes. Or your phone just doesn't register. Is that it? 
Yeah, my phone is not registering. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I'm gonna let you talk to Suzanne, and I'll go on hold. And if if I feel drawn to it, I'll. Or if you need me, Suzanne, I'll be right here. Okay. Go ahead. Terry, tell me tell me what the weather's like in your area today. It is raining right now. It is raining cats and dogs right now. Uh huh. So the wind, uh-huh. yeah, it's coming down very. The rain is coming down very heavy. So you're somebody who ends up with a lot of responsibility in your life. You're somebody who needs to be in control, be in charge, be in authority, and you're the person who's willing to do the hard work that's necessary to make something happen. Yes. You feel pushed at this point in time to make a life change. It's not just a um, choice. You feel pushed to make a life change. So. Forgive me for being so blunt, but tell me what it is that you're trying to decide about so I can help you. Oh, well, one is about it. Well, number one, I'm trying to move. That's the most important thing. The other okay. thing that I'm working on, it's not going to happen until November. But I'm working on that, and I'm just, I, I have everything all together. It's just that, you know what it is? I pick up so many different energies all at one time, and it just confuses mm-hmm. me, which I hate. So okay. that's big things that I'm working on. I'm not really so much worried about that. I believe I have it completely under control. I just got to get it, you know, just get it into the right hands. Well, let's talk about that because I think that's kind of an interesting problem. First of all, you've got a great intuition. You've got a true trust of your own psychic ability. And in some capacity or another, you are working as a, you know, somebody who's an empath. You're working as an intuitive you're working um, with people, helping them to coach in their lives. And you're picking up a lot of energy because, um, you know, there's two parts to the equation. One is is that nobody ever took the time to teach you how to get rid of other people's energy. And then the second part is is that you're doing a process where you're opening yourself up at a large level in order to absorb more information. So there's two parts to the problem. One is, is I think that you should, I think you're generous and opening yourself up that way. Um, but I think you should do it in situations where you're more certain of where you're actually at, not where you think you're at or where you could be, but where you're actually at. Uh, and the other part of it is is that, you know, you need to learn. Either you go online and you learn some rituals or you have a conversation with me and I teach you some rituals where you mm-hmm. take and you, you center yourself and you get rid of the energy that is not yours. And yes. I think yes. I think one of the I think one of the problems that happens when you become so receptive and so open and everything else is that people think of what you said to them or they think about how you helped them and they don't mean to do that but they um attach to your energy. And sometimes it's very positive when as family members and people we love, we are very reliant on that energy to keep us connected. But when it's just people that we're serving and advising and consulting with, um, we sort of have to learn how to close ourselves back down and then um, center our own energy and then start over. It is one of the greatest problems I currently see with people that are working in this field is that nobody has taken the time to teach them how to, you know, get get back to their energy. And this is the skill that you need today. So... Um, you are taking and handling a lot of, you are helping a lot of people. You are making yourself available. 
and you do really believe in your work. So those skills and that place of living from the open place in your heart, those skills can't be replaced. All you need is a little bit of training, and you should be just fine. Is that helpful? That's helpful. Okay, so how would I try to get in touch with you to train? Well, it's really just a phone call. It's, you can call me, 714-400-7384. And um, I studied with a man by the name of um, Milton Schwartz in Santa Monica, California. I studied with him for about five years. And he has a book. If you can find the book, it would be fabulous because it would really help you right now. It's a book right. and it's called it's called Creator's Healing Star. And the man's name is Milton, and his last name, I'll spell it. It's S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z, Schwartz, Milton Schwartz, Creator's Healing Star. (laughs) Fabulous book. Fabulous book. Okay? Okay, sounds good. Okay, so you did pick up that energy. Yes, it is not mine. (laughs) (laughs) It's not mine. Yeah, I can't take it. Well, you know... um, I think that you're talented, and I think a lot of people that are talented as intuitives or psychics or light workers or healers, whatever you want to call it, um, I think that they um, they understand a lot of training and education, but they don't ask the next question. And when they're doing their work, they haven't trained themselves to ask those questions. So it's it's just a skill. It's just something that you learn, and. Um, I honestly and truly, I think you are um, more generous than I would ever think to be in the way you open yourself up because you do a lot of things to open yourself up so that you can give your healing energy and help people. And I don't do that. I just don't do that. I don't want to be too jittery. I don't want to be too jittery. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just telling you, that's part of what's going on. It's it's just nothing more than learning a technique and you'll be fine. Thank God it's an easy problem. Okay. Oh, thank you. I feel a lot better. Okay. All okay. right. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. All right. You will hear from me. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you All very right. much. I'm glad that it's an easy problem. Thank you. Oh, oh you're wow. welcome. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right, TJ, are you there? I can hear you. Hello? Hey, this is Suzanne Wyman, the Power Psychic. Who's this? How are you doing this evening? Good, good. How are you doing? I'm pretty good, I'm pretty good. Tell me your first name, please. Desmond. Desmond, all right. And Desmond, what's your date of birth? Uh, 12, 16, need to hear Oh, please, yes. Oh. <laughs> 71. Oh, okay. okay, 12, 16, 1971. Desmond, you are somebody who is a great problem solver. You enjoy working hard, providing for people you care about. You've always had to work twice as hard to get half as much of what you want in this world. And um, I think that you have, I think you've got an admirable attitude of making it happen. So you're calling because you want something specific, and you're hoping I have some insight for you. Let's do the question, Desmond. Um, so many. I mean, I don't. <laughs> um, I kind of hit it on the head. Um, I don't know. I mean, what do you uh, 
Let me read his cards. I haven't done a cards yet, so okay. Let me read. Let me read his cards, and then maybe he'll come up with a question after he hears this. So, Desmond, I haven't been reading my cards yet tonight because I was featuring my pal. Flynn, but uh, let me get in here. So this will be the first time. But Desmond, let's see what it is that you're all about. Now, what part of the country are you in? Uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, wow. All right. All right. Well, it looks like you've got something going on in the past pretty deep. And uh, you came in to this world with a complete memory of not wanting to do the same thing you did with a lady that was very important to you is either your mother or somebody in the metaphysical world. Now, let me tell you what's going on right now for you. You've, you've got a really high calling right now, and the world's opening up to you, but you've got a lot of the uh, female energy around you with your guide. So right now, Suzanne... And you may can explain it due to his date of birth or tell him how to be able to tap in. Because I don't do astrology like she does. I'm one of those people that gave up on it. So uh, I do tarot cards, but I'm reading your cards right now. Now, I'm saying that anything is possible, but you do need to be paying attention to your dreams. Because you have seven different opportunities up before the end of the year. This is your year. So there's uh, new retail stores going up where I live. There's all kind of businesses sprouting up. And those people that make money and want to make money, it's out there for them. Money doesn't stop. Life doesn't stop. So, you know, you got to keep on keeping on because you've got seven different opportunities. But you're going to have to decide for yourself and focus in your dreams. And that happens to be something Suzanne's very good at. Now, in the future, I got a new marriage card. So you are not married. Is that the problem? No, I'm not married. Never been married. Well, you uh, looks like you wanted to travel. Did uh, Did you finish? Have you already gone overseas? No. Well, uh, it looks like you've got some travel that you have not finished or completed in the future. And they want you to think about your future, but you've got a higher calling due to these, this woman you left way back in the past life before you got here. But it shows in the future, it looks like she may find you. So you may be wanting to put a call out to your soulmate. But it shows that your path is uh, the future in actually uh, the metaphysical world, Uh Suzanne, can you explain to him a calling for the Hierophant? Right. Do you know right. what that would be? That's right. his yeah. calling. Okay, good. All right. He's so, never been he's not married been, and he's got no. a past life with a woman that was like a metaphysical high priestess or his mother. But his okay. he wants to do the thing that he left behind from what I can see in a past energy before he got to this reality or this dimension and you know, so however you do that. And then okay. the Hierophant calling. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try and put this into real simple language for you. Um, it's Desmond, right? Yes. So Des- my my first impression of you is is that you have a relationship 
with a woman today in your life. I'm not saying that it's a romantic relationship, but you have an important female in your life that influences you. Is that right? Um, right now, uh, yeah, I'm not influenced. Maybe, maybe I can look at it like that. Maybe. Okay. So. No, I, think, I, think, I, think what, I think what TJ is talking about is the fact that you have always wanted to have the life of being able to have a good relationship with a woman and having the freedom to travel and to pursue your life dream. But it always seems as if just at the point in time when you would be able to see yourself moving forward, a setback occurs. And so now you have just sort of sort of slipped into an apathetic place and really the universe life is asking you to once again risk to pursue what you really want. I think your biggest problem is is that you're afraid to want for something and not get it again. And so even though um, at this point in time it's possible for you to get it, I really need you to become motivated. So you're charming, charismatic, gentle, thoughtful, kind, and considerate with women. You can be incredibly generous with your time and how thoughtful you are with them. So I want to ask you to open up your heart and to risk again, risk having your heart open to love and to embrace the journey that you're on. You really do have a good deal of good fortune if you can access that past life. A lot of people don't meditate. One thing you can do, it costs nothing. It simply requires that you be capable of concentration and that is is to either verbally record into your telephone or on a piece of paper and pen, write down your dreams first thing in the morning and just make that your habit. A lot of people in the spiritual world um, don't take the time to learn to do their dreams, and it is the foundation of our spiritual work. It is the one tool that every person has where your subconscious state is translating information that you need in order to assist you to make the changes you need in your life to reach your full potential. So um, you don't complain, you don't whine, and you are somebody who's extremely straightforward. So your changes occur November, December, January, February, March, and April. So it starts in November, and it's a series of changes, and you're going to think, what is going on? And it is just simply about the fact of things need to be shaken up, shifted about, and get you onto your path. Um, Truthfully, there's some people that, you know, you can opt out on your karma, But in this situation, I think after our conversation, you're going to opt in to accept what your karmic pattern is supposed to be. And I'm extremely happy for you. Okay. Okay. So it's not going to be, so that means it might be uh, abruptly uh, changed? It It might be unexpected. I wouldn't say abrupt. I would say unexpected. You think that you have a plan and you have a, a way to do it and it doesn't turn out that way and you think well why did it happen this way and sometimes it takes people a long time to look back at a perspective you know they had a plan and they wanted to do things a certain way and it doesn't turn out that way and then later in 2020 hindsight we look at it and we go well thank god that plan didn't work out because it really would have been a catastrophe so i really want you to before you go to sleep at night tell yourself i trust i trust my life's purpose i trust what you know, the universe has in store for me, and I trust that process. I just want you to recite that to yourself 
as you go to sleep and just pay attention to the people you have in your life. Do they support you? Do they make you feel expansive and good about who you are? Or do they cause you to constrict and feel fearful and anxious about what's going on in your life? That's that's really just, it's just that simple to take that approach to your life. Okay. Well, that's very insightful right there. So. Desmond, the Hierophant yes. is the teacher of wisdom. So that's your highest calling. If, if you spend your life, the rest of your life, You've been called between the law and liberty, okay, obedience and disobedience. So with this Black Lives Matter, this is a very important crown for you to be working with. It's called the triple crown, from the from the keys to heaven down to your feet and then doing everything in between. So, you know, apply your intelligence and your wisdom and uh, think about working with others, especially during this time on earth, because you have seven opportunities in your dreams, but only you can make the decisions. But remember, you're on a calling, and you left a beautiful path in your past, and you're you're doing your best to open yourself back up to that being that hierophant. That was your for, for your cards tell me you really want to be this wonderful teacher of wisdom. Does that make sense to you? Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Thank you so How much you, for asking your question. What do you do well, right I, now, Desmond? What do you do right now? What are you doing with your position in life? Well, right now, uh, as far as my spiritual path, I'm just, uh, you know, I took Reiki, you know, herbalism, so, so, so I took herbal for so. As far as that, um, that's what I'm doing. But, you know, right now I'm just working at 9 to 5, so just trying to balance everything out accordingly. Well, make your brand and make your logo known. Put your higher font on there. Put the three crowns, Desmond with three crowns. Make Get get it real real empowered between liberty and law and uh, what you're going to do in wisdom because uh, I really think you're going to be an important leader. You just haven't met everything yet. And I hope you find that woman. But thank you, Desmond. Thank you so okay. much. Yeah. I appreciate you. Hey, okay. TJ, really powerful. Yeah. Thank you. Powerful powerful reading you gave there, TJ. Really powerful. Well, I wanted yeah. to uh see what the cards had for him because his spirit was so withdrawn but his power was like you know, he 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 needs to know that, you know, the world has a place for him and he's being called to the wisdom. And I think it has a lot to do with who he was before he came. He wants to work in the uh, mystery school, so to speak. And so he's on his way, but he's got to do the work. So we'll get him on his brand and, you know, get him going with, uh, like you said, herbalism and all of that, helping people as a healer. Goodness, how many more people we got? So we got a whole new crew, it looks like. Wow. I'm like, yeah. really? Yeah. Okay, well, let's try. See if we can get some more people in here. Okay, let's try 805. Wow. Okay, we're, we still got a long time to go here, folks. Ooh. 805, you're, 805, you're live on the line. Oh, thank you. Hi, it's Donna from California. How are you Hi, two Donna. tonight? Good, thank Hi, you. Hi, Donna. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, TJ? I'm going to let you answer this question with her. I'm going to mute myself. 
All right, and then we'll have we'll have you come on. Donna, you're in San Diego. Uh, Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. How far? Okay, now I don't know where Santa Barbara is. No, that's about three hours north. Funny that she yeah. let me do because she's in California, so she tricked me. <laughs> but oh. that's okay. So, she would have, so uh, all right. Well, how's your love life going? Nothing's happening. Do you, do you see something happening soon? Because I, oh gosh, I I'm know. just but, alone all the time. But I thought you were going to do something else. But let me. Look. I know, but nothing, nothing's happening. All right. Well, let me look at the cards for you. But Suzanne, it's good you called in tonight because Suzanne's really a good reader, and uh, oh, she'll yes, be able to get like especially it. after. So she let me do the reading first because I've been hanging back so I could feature her tonight, and she's done a really. I didn't really feel like I needed to do the readings, but uh, she's got me fired up now. She warned me up. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You've got very powerful cards. I haven't heard from you in a while, but I was thinking about you last week. Somebody else in San Diego, Suzanne will know, because that girl was very, very powerful. And she was down in San Diego, and I want her to – her name was Terry, I think. But uh, Suzanne, Suzanne, they can get you all together. I don't know what it is about her and you, but we've got something together. Now – Right now, it still shows your all your metaphysical cards are up. So okay. uh, I don't know what's going on with you and angels and water and money, but your money card's up too. So you may want to get a better reading from Suzanne, but uh, you've always been good about being around us. So let's see. Yeah, your dream interpretations for the future, having a higher wisdom card. There's no men. Where are the men? I don't see one man in your <laughs> What is up with it? All right, well, let me just go over here. It shows change. Well, if I get the money, I'll be happy. If I get the money, I can go with girlfriends, and I can go traveling and stay in nice places, and I'd be happy with that just as well, I think. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I give you a comment on that? I really think that you – are a catch and a half. You've got a lot of love to give. You're generous. Yeah. You've got a big giant heart. Yeah. You're beautiful. You are Thank really you. well put together. The only thing I see that's missing, and it's the only thing, is your mm-hmm. self-esteem, self-confidence, and your worthiness. It is all hmm. about you being confident and you embracing that confidence. And I tell hmm. you something. You really, um, I feel one of your parents was hypercritical with you. And My father. Oh, very yeah. critical. I My mean, whole life I, I, was terrible. Corrections, criticisms, you know, yes. veil, veiled suggestions that were really just subtle put-downs. Sarcasm, I mean, just, yeah. And just a constant onslaught of um, yeah. Just a commentary, if you wanted to sit down and have something to eat, he would tell you that you hadn't sat down correctly, that a lady... Or he'd tell me that I shouldn't be, yes, or that I shouldn't be eating something fattening, or, oh, it's terrible, yeah. Yeah, so this part of you is still, I mean, I know it's been a long time, and I know that you don't have that dialogue from your father, but when I tune into you, I can still hear his dialogue criticizing you up one side and down the other side, inside, outside, upside down. It's endless. If you really, really put your heart, your mind, your soul, and your thinking together, 
to overcome this, your confidence will be huge and you will attract a wonderful man that will love you just exactly for who and what you are because you're beautiful, you're interesting, you're educated, uh, you love mm-hmm. the arts. I mean, you're a catch mm-hmm. and then you're another catch and another catch. So mm-hmm. let's not give up on this. Let's get rid of the dialogue from your father. And it's it's just extraordinary criticism. I want you to know this doesn't make what he did was that was right, but it's a perspective. For every word he criticized you with, he criticized himself with a thousand more words. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make it yeah. right. It doesn't make it okay. And the damage has really made you feel lacking confidence and worthiness and self-esteem. But let's go yeah. to work on it. Let's correct this. Let's balance this. Let's let's change this. Let's get rid of those old tapes and let's embrace a new you. Let's embrace you as a confident, powerful, interesting woman who has a lot of love to share. Yeah, Did definitely. you ever go to Oregon? Did you ever go to Oregon? No, you know, um, no, she decided, well, she decided to drive it 12 hours up there, stay two days and come back, and I didn't want to be 12 hours in the car without resting. Wow. Straight through. Yeah, oh, forget it. Okay, well, that was a choice. That was a choice. Is my financial situation going to get better? I kind of, Suzanne, and I kind of go on um, luck, sort of. I've been very lucky in the past. I mean, I won a car, and I won 10000 I won all these trips around the world, and I'm, I'm, I was kind of a lucky person, but now I'm hoping that all this luck comes back to me because I'm kind of on a fixed income right now, so it doesn't really allow me a lot of money to do much. You can make it happen online like everybody else in virtual reality. How are you doing on recreating yourself as a avatar in, in cyberspace? Uh, I haven't been doing that. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds good. Well, that's the way a lot of people are going to be making their money in the future, so you may want to get on the bandwagon. So, you know, if you're not a billionaire living on your own island out there, that's sort of out. But, you know, I'm I'm down here with the real people, you know, where the people tell the truth and, you know, still believe in democracy in America and want to see America great again, but we don't mind doing it ourselves, rolling up our sleeves. So, you know, mm. you're one of those people that can make it happen, but you just have a lucky streak. But uh, Suzanne needs to do your chart and let you do something serious, Donna. Uh, her yeah. number is uh, – write her number down. Hold on. Let me and get real quick. All right. But uh, I think you should help her uh, do one of your charts for her because she's, she's really helped me anchor this show from the beginning. Uh, been very oh. good. And she's helped a lot of psychics too, so – Anyway, here she comes. Okay. Are you there, Suzanne? So, so, yeah, Donna, oh. 714-400-7384 uh-huh. to do a chart. I need date, time, and place of birth, so it has to be accurate. Okay. So it's 714-400-7384? Yes. Oh, I yeah. know the time of birth, everything. Yeah. Okay, great. All right. Just, yeah. uh, just call oh. me up and we'll do it. 
All right. Let her work on your chart with you, yeah, Donna, and then she can help you with where your money is and maybe the planning of what you're doing. But I want you to seriously think about recreating yourself because people with your kind of energy and uh, as long as you've been knowing me, which is years, yeah, yeah, I'm surprised you haven't recreated yourself. You know, I know it. I know that's so true. I, I. I totally agree. I think I've just been uh, healing. I'm not kidding. Oh, everything okay. I've gone through in my lifetime, it's been a, it's been a lot, and I, I've just been healing, and I've been spending a lot of time all by myself. And but one thing I have been doing the last three days is I got rid of all my old clothes, all my old shoes, everything. Oh, so I'm I've kind of that's where I'm at. So spring cleaning <laughs> in the fall we got to do fall clean but you know that's exactly where i'm at right now is trying to take all the stuff down to what we gulf breeze and pensacola area but good for you donna i uh, hope uh, i hope you can get in our club our aco radio club with rich flynn and and uh, he's here right now uh, say hi rich this is donna an old friend of mine from way down in santa barbara or up in santa barbara i don't know where that is from you rich <laughs> yeah, it's a way. It's a few hours away, but hello. Hi, Rich. How are you? Doing good. Doing pretty good today. Where are you? Where Where are you in California? We're down in Dana Point. Hey, oh, that's nice there. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's really oh, nice. Oh wow, yeah. You're in a nice place too. He's an artist. <laughs> He goes out and does uh, pictures on the spot instead of, you know, those guys that do quick portraits. His uncle is there with him, and Uncle uh, Jack Harris is going to head up uh, our ace folk life for starving artists. <laughs> but he's a teacher, too, so we don't know what he's going to get going over there in Dana Point with uh, Rich. But hopefully something wonderful when we can get our mask off and get out and play again, but that may be after the November elections, <laughs> when they decide they've got a cure. So, uh, but in the meantime, uh, Rich, just so you know, if Donna calls, uh, and and maybe we can get her involved with what we're doing with Ace Folk Life, or maybe she can, you know, just get involved with you guys in California, okay? Yeah, that's great. Have, have, have her give uh, my wife Suzanne a call, and that'll work out really good. Donna, thank you for calling. Okay, sounds good. Let me see where I wrote down the number again. Let me see. I wrote it down. I, I'll find it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll give you a call. What, uh, it was it was seven one four four hundred, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let me write it down again. I, I'm kind of disorganized here. Seven one four four hundred, and what were the last four? Seventy three eighty four. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to circle it then. Okay. Got it. Yeah. It's right on paper. Other- that I have a lot. We've known each other online for how many years in our spiritual oh community? Oh, my God, it's but... been so long. I mean, I'd <laughs> say it's been, wow, a long time. Well, you, uh, I came on in 2012, and I don't, it seems like you came on about that time or 2013. I did, but, yeah. So, and you've helped so many psychics apparently come and go. So, but I'm still here. So, uh, you get to know Suzanne yeah. and maybe. Maybe there's something you guys can help us with when we get out from, you know, virtual reality. But go ahead and let's get you a public figure personality out there to do more so people can find you and all okay. that. But, yeah, we'll yeah, start with like you start. And we'll, we'll get you out there. All right. Love oh, and light, dear. Wonderful. 
Thank you so much. And I just love you. You have the best personality. You're so down to earth. You know it? <laughs> well, I appreciate you yeah. saying that, folks. Your yeah. check will be in the mail, Donna. <laughs> you're very you're very nice. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. All okay. right. Uh, bye-bye. All right, folks. She's been around a long time and just as sweet as she can be and really supporter of people that do our kind of work in our spiritual community. So uh, we appreciate all you guys out there, okay? And, you know, if you guys can uh, throw a donation art towards our way, we just decided to start taking them after eight years. But it took a professional, Suzanne, to come along and remind us that, uh, you know, we can get paid for our time too. But we've got some good information here. So we enjoy sharing it, and uh, that's what we're doing. Now I've got a whole bunch of new numbers. I don't know how they know on the hour to call in, but it's like it's like. Uh, have you ever noticed when you go into like a Dairy Queen? I'll use that for instance because I worked there. It was my first job as a kid. But it seems like we'd go in lulls. It seems like everybody would come up, and there'd be five or six people, and then there'd be a lull, and then there'd be five or six people, and then there'd be a lull. So this, you know, this is amazing that the radio shows work this way. But uh, let me see here. Uh, there's some numbers I don't recognize. Some people just hang on uh, to listen. So, uh, okay. but let me try. I don't think 480. And there's some uh, 480. Did we get to you yet? I'm having to guess. They're all mixed. 480. Nope, you didn't. Nope, you didn't. Hi. Okay, great. Well, give us your name and where you're calling from, and uh, we'll okay. get started. Okay, my name is Shiloh, and I'm calling from Phoenix, Arizona. Shiloh, huh? Well, yeah. So first of all, Shiloh, I'd like to ask you if this chapter of your life, the past year and a half, has been a challenge and has been a series of unexpected um, difficulties. Not anything that anybody could have ever said. These are the things that you can overcome, but you've tried to maintain a really good attitude. And today you're calling because you're really feeling hurt about something that's deeply personal. So would you like to ask a specific question, and we'll go from there. Um, I guess just job-wise, um, do you get any feedback or anything as far as maybe where I should even look? Or, I mean, I wish I could do something I'd like for the latter part of my life, but it just doesn't seem like that's going to be possible. So as far as jobs I could stand, (laughs) any ideas? Yeah, sure. So Shiloh, I want you to first validate a point with me. Have you gone through a lot of difficulties in the past year and a half? Yeah, but nothing unforeseen. Like I'm used to difficulties, so it wasn't like any of them were ultra shocking or anything, you know, just ongoing. Okay. Okay. So let's just say you could have your dream job. What would your dream mm-hmm. job be? Um, working with animals, pretty much anything working with animals. Okay. I love animals, too. I really love animals. I love dogs. I love cats. I love rabbits. I love horses. I love goats. I mean, I love the whole thing. So are you somebody who can psychically talk to animals? Shiloh, are you there? TJ, I dropped off. 
Uh, Shiloh, you'll have to call back in. Yeah, it says that she, uh, her phone, I guess either she was out of time from waiting on hold or, uh, that's interesting, but she'll call back. Uh, let's try six. Okay. Let me try six, seven, eight. Did we get uh, to you yet? No, we haven't. Oh, what's your name and where are you calling from? Hey, I'm calling from Georgia. My name is Gina. Hi, Gina. Hi, Gina. I'm going to let you talk huh? to Suzanne, and then I may chime in. Okay, go ahead, Suzanne. Gina, tell me yes. what the weather's like in your area today. Um, not hot, but um, pleasant. Um, so mm-hmm. I know the fall is coming. Okay. You place a great deal of emphasis on social graces, people being polite, having good manners, and things being orderly. You're calling to talk about a decision you're trying to make. I think your mind is pretty clear about what you think is the right thing for you in this decision, but you just kind of need to bounce it off somebody who's not directly involved in your life. So do you have a specific question that we can talk about today? Uh, yes, uh about um, my job or I don't want to say my job or I guess my career um, um, see what is going on the shift of me like not being in contract anymore because I'm a contractor for a health insurance company mm-hmm. and just want to see what's the next step like the next opportunity so you, you work as a contractor for selling health insurance policies? No, that, no, no. I just work at no, 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 not that part. Mm-mm. I'm more on the uh, Medicaid part. Okay. Mhm. So, I I'm trying to get a little more vibration from you, and I'm I know you're worried, so it's kind of hard. But um, can you, without telling me what your job is, can you just sort of Describe your responsibilities. Do you do contracting, um, like so, like billing and uh, coding and stuff for different uh, people? I do the medi- when I do the medical records part of the um, working with children, like that's uh-huh. in the system, the state. So okay. uh, we have to make sure that they get their appointment on time because it, once they get uh, in the okay. state and they with foster parents. So okay. We, we well, that's help a with that, but I don't do all that part. Okay. What do you do? I just do the document management, like the the record. Okay. So, mm-hmm. I, first of all, I feel as if the work that you're doing is not really your full potential. I feel like it it serves one part of your needs, but in a whole other way, it doesn't serve your needs. So, I don't think that you're you're going to be unemployed. I think you're going to receive another um, area of work that you're going to be involved in. I'd really like to see you go to work on looking online and um, filling out your um, resume and really putting effort into it. Keep your keep your resume lean and mean. Keep that resume really, really lean and keep it really concise. And um, I think that it's just one of those things where the time for you to do that type of work is finished. It's time for you to do something else. You're extremely conscientious, very, very logical, and definitely a person who puts 150% of your effort into your work and you create really good results. So 
you are incredibly reliable. So just kind of take that feeling with you that you're really good at your work and that your work is good and it provides a good service and that people really need you. Keep that feeling Mm -hmm. going while you look for that. And come the middle of November, you'll be in a new situation where you use more of your skills, get paid more, and enjoy your work a lot more. Okay, great, great. Do you like being around medical at all? Do you like working with medical at all? I do. Or people? I do. Well, this is a big thing, you know. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I I work from home, so that's why I haven't, like, really put it out there. But, and and this is my first time ever working from home for the company. Oh, well, everybody's going to that. So you're in trend. You're in trend. You're where you need to be. So, you know, this is a big change, and and it seems a little strange. But are you in Georgia by chance? Yes. Okay. Uh, There's a lot of call centers that need that, people at home, and you can work on your own hours, you know, four to six hours a day while you're in between contracts. But there's a lot of companies I used to go to. Are you near Duluth? Yes, I am. Okay. Oh, you may want to look over there. Uh, I used to pull over there. I was a truck driver. But uh, there's all kind of places over there in Duluth, Atlanta, Marietta, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's something going on for you. Uh, Let me – do you mind if I pull your cards? Sure. Okay. Uh, Sometimes I feel impressed, too, and sometimes I don't. But uh, (laughs) – Suzanne's the power psychic tonight, and I really appreciate her pulling, you know, the energy. But uh, is it okay, Suzanne, if I just run her cards while you're thinking? No, no, please. It's good. I just, um, uh, once I got the vibratory message from her, I didn't really have any, you know what, you you really, I mean, TJ's giving you a lot of practical information, but once you start talking, you don't really have any, um, this is an easily resolved problem, and I really kind of want you to, you know, feel good about this change. It was time for you to make a change, and I don't think that you ever sit down and acknowledge how good you are at your job and how accurate you are at keeping your files well organized. So um, mm-hmm. this is a long overdue change, and you have not been getting paid enough for your skills. And so it's kind of like the... You know, I think last year you were thinking about maybe making a change or, you know, considering another opportunity, and you didn't do it, and you just, you know, you just sort of wrote it out. So in this situation, the thing is, is that you've got to be proactive. You've got to be assertive. You've got to be on top of it. You've got to push, Um, not because you don't have the talent, but because there's a part of you that, you know, wants the reassurances that it's okay and I want you to tell people that you're good and that you are the right person for for the new job that is coming up for you. That's what I want to see for you. So, yeah, let's see what TJ has for you, and I'm going to mute myself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> okay. Uh, I'm just looking at your cards as a, what we call a mini rating. It's only like nine cards and then destination card. But uh, it looks okay. like you came in this time, in this reality is the way I say it, or in this third dimension or third density 
But uh, it looks like you were wanting to follow your dreams, but your guides took over your higher self in the now, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, that people say what's going on for you now. So uh, right in the middle between two high guides, you've got your money card in the now. So they've got you protected on both sides, one's with the world creation and one's with your higher self. But she, she was all about love and abundance. So she's got your family care. But your money card is Eight of Pentacles is very powerful, and it shows you, you you're protected. In other words, you're not going to do without, okay? You don't have to okay. do it for the money. So you're going to be doing this for the love of humanity and uh, relationships and for your higher calling. So uh, mm-hmm. they're showing me that you're going to be helping the health. You're being called into your higher guide self, but you will – the highest part you're going to get is by helping in modernization of the new health codes and service. And what I know, I'm just learning about integrative medicine, but the future funding is huge in the ecosystem. And mm-hmm. they're just saying that they'd like you to get familiar with the terms. And uh, it's while the traditional paradigm is switching over to a virtual or remote card delivery, which uh, you would understand working at home. And it's needed, and it's going to be a multi-billion dollar, trillion dollar industry at home now because all the baby boomers are coming up, and those that don't have, uh, some of them don't have health insurance, we're fixing to go through this huge growth, okay, that's attracted into taking care of people. We're calling it the consciousness environmental movement, where all the health insurers and providers and health plans, investors, and health care with all their stakeholders and vendors including the federal governments around the world, are reshaping the whole entire program. So you're actually where you need to be. You just need to get into that group Medicaid advancement and put in your LinkedIn resume as a contractor. But I would Mm -hmm. very much study into uh, recreating yourself into the cyberspace, you know, managing uh, and protecting other programs that are expanding in this transition because you're perfectly – I mean, you're at home, you're remote, you're close to Atlanta Duluth, and uh, mm-hmm. you know you can work work this to your advantage, where you can get w- way up on the dollar value. Have you considered taking medical transcriptionist or coding for, with your computer knowledge uh, at home? Billing and coding. I thought about that um, because I'm in the medical records or doc, you know, document management. Well, that would be your next step as far as your uh, academic world, education world, and we're all about adults continuing education. And they're going to be looking uh, for, no offense, but, you know, the type of people that want to progress. And uh, it's okay to say that you want to advance. So your your personality is really sweet and kind because you came in uh, with heavy uh, – understanding and your past life and education. So you weren't really working, looking for what you've got this time because uh, your dreams uh, were leading you, believe it or not. So uh, (laughs) I want to ask you something because I'm looking at your cards, but uh, there's a marriage card, but you're not married, are you? No, no, I'm I'm divorced. Yeah. It, uh, it looks like it's okay that you did that, but you're supposed to come out because of that in your own strength. So uh, law enforcement, yeah. and, and uh, I saw that, but I didn't know how to say it 
Yeah, so I'm glad. Thank you for sharing that. So, because uh, we know we're being live recorded, but but please do look at how you can. Uh, if you'll go to any hospital and uh, put in, but you can go on LinkedIn. And then, what are those others that we use? Uh, you know where we put um, in. Indeed, I know. Is one of them. Indeed, mm-hmm. and Muster. Um, I know Career Builder. Um, you go into as well. So you know how to do all that. So just like mm-hmm. Suzanne said, you know, really get your resume tight, but you need to get it out there everywhere because especially on LinkedIn because the recruiters are looking for people all the time. It's not as, okay. you know, for those that are looking, whatever you're seeking is seeking you. Does that make sense? That's the way you mm-hmm. need to look at life. And what okay. if your money card is protected, you're not going to do without. You're going to actually be part of the solution in this Black Lives Matter industry, especially in healthcare, because we need compassionate, caring people that are significant and they don't mind working in the homes from home. Because, you know, you're talking to me with a voice, right? And mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're listening to each other. And, you know, conversation and communication is going to be really the wave of the future, for all of us, think about it. We're doing everything. We're putting our credit card numbers in over the computer. We don't have to see each other really that much. So you're going to be on top of your game with your voice. So I hope you go okay. ahead and look at that. Put in for it, you know, FAFSA or whatever you've got to do. Maybe you can still get a Pell Grant for 2020. Who knows? You know, they're probably helping right. people get reeducated or put in. But let me see if Suzanne's mm-hmm. got anything else for you. I'm sorry if I got carried away, but... Uh, I no, know that we need you with the voice and all that. So you come back and stay in our little spirituality club, please. Okay, we do. I like you. And what was your oh, name again? You. Gina. Dina? Gina. Gina with okay. a G. Yeah, Gina. Gina. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Rich is gone, so I guess Rich needed to take a break. But I oh, know maybe Gina, that wasn't him. I, Gina, I right, maybe that one is. What, what I'm here. Teresa is talking about is the fact that you have a lot of opportunity, you have a lot of gifts to share, and I think we've given you a really detailed reading. I hope you're good with everything we did for you tonight. Oh, yes, definitely I am. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a good evening. You too. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's try that 520 we couldn't get her. 520, you're live and on the air. Can you hear me? Hello. Eehaw, I'm here. Eehaw, eehaw. <laughs> I'm Abby. I'm Abby. Hi, Abby. <laughs> I put myself on mute because I, someone disconnected me. I wasn't sure if. Well, we heard somebody cussing. There was somebody cussing in the background, and so I apologize. But we did put you on air, but I don't. You couldn't hear us. Oh, you're kidding. I didn't real. Was it me? Well, I don't know. Somebody, somebody said the D, D word. But not, I, I mean, I'm, I've been, I cuss like a sailor and a truck driver, but I try not oh to. Oh, my God. Hear. But it, you'll oh, hear it. Know. You can go back and hear the whole show. You'll hear it. But oh, that's my okay. Lord. Give us your name. Oh. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't you. We'll say it wasn't you. It was somebody in the background. Regardless. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my Give gosh. I name. try to be very careful. <laughs> um, Lisa, oh. my, my oh. name is Lisa. Thank you. Hi, Lisa. Tell me, ex- what the, tell me what the weather's like in your area today. Oh, well, you know, it's really weird. 
it's um, humid. It's uh, right now it's 76 degrees, mm-hmm. and I live in the desert, but the skies are very smoky and cloudy, and I not cloudy but smoky. And I pulled over a law enforcement person, excuse me, person, and I asked them, "What is there a fire in the area?" And they said, "No." So we're probably getting the smoke from, you know, uh, California and that kind of thing. But that gives you more information than what you asked for. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. So you're a detail person. It's always in the details. So for you, you um, want perfection. You want things exact. You want them on time. And you are somebody who's willing to do the hard work to make it happen. What do I personally like about you? I like your can-do attitude. You do function at a higher level in the middle of a crisis of chaos, uncertainty, unpredictability, and being the person who is the savior to restore sanity in order to a given scenario. You've always had to work hard. You're calling to talk about two things, and I'm willing to talk about one of them. Uh, One of them is a money problem that you have right now, and the other one is a relationship concern. Choose which one you'd like to talk about. Ask oh my God! And we'll do it. You are so good. You're so good. Um, yeah. Well, okay. I'll ask about the relationship. Okay. Tell me the person's first name we're discussing. Bob. Okay. Can you give me your date of birth? Nine twenty. And uh, let's see. I heard Desmond. Did he ask you? If you need the year, do you need the year? Because it's 62. It's 62. God, that's a, yeah, don't say it like that. Say 1962. Feel proud, okay? Oh, so, hey, um, you know what? I am proud. <laughs> good. Okay, good. 1951 and, for me, day after Christmas. <laughs> 1951. Um, I'm a Catholic. I love you, ladies. <laughs> I love you, ladies. You're so great. Yeah. So, so you're asking about a relationship. So one last question, and then I'll do my reading for you. When was the last time the two of you ate a meal together? Well, we lived together. Let me see when we ate together. We constantly are uh, in each other's hair. Let me see. Uh, it might have been, it probably was this morning, because it's so okay. casual between, between us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. I think that you um I think that you have higher standards and I think that Bob is really a good person. But I think sometimes if I were talking to Bob I would tell him, you know, not to be so um concerned about doing things perfectly. Do his best and and to, to be kind about it. But then that was it. So what you're telling me about this situation is is that this is really a good relationship. It's just um, it's just gone through some difficulties because, you know, we're locked up inside the house during the pandemic. He thinks about you. He's romantic. He cares about you. He's supportive of you. He's emotionally available. And he's really somebody who, at the highest level, has your heart in his mind. Hmm. Okay. All right. Lisa, is it Lisa? Why do you not say that? <laughs> uh, yeah, it is Lisa. I'm so, 
You're too are close. You, I'm sorry. <laughs> Back up. Are you a Are you a perfectionist? <sighs> I don't know. Maybe I have high expectations. Maybe that's the. And the lady Donna, I could kind of relate to the criticism. I think there's a critical voice going on in my head too, that I try to work with, and okay. release so, and replace. So, so, so there isn't really any way to work with that sort of. Um, there isn't any way. So I think one of the things that has to happen is that a person, because your work is extraordinary, you're talented, you're gifted. You're really good at what you do, but it's very difficult to live with people that don't have the same sort of standards of living. And so you're, you're just really, I think you really need to focus on the things that are really important, not the things that, you know, come to your head. I have a problem with that. If you're near me and I see that you didn't put things back in the refrigerator the way you're supposed to do it, I'm going to tell you right then and there. And if you don't, if you don't give me my feedback and tell me, oh, I, I see where I did that wrong, I'm going to keep after you and keep repeating myself until I'm sure you understand what I'm talking about. I don't raise my voice. I don't get upset. But I, I'm persistent. So I am a person that forgets about it. Once I'm finished with it, I forget about it. But for you, it's a little bit different and I think you have to kind of retrain yourself and say, is that really important? Because if it's not really important, you're probably going to be much happier if you just do it yourself, you know. And and that's just who you are. It's what makes you great in your work. It's what makes you number one in your work environment. That sort of detailed uh, perfectionist, make it happen, there's something extra I mean, you're fabulous, and your work is just a fabulous thing to be involved in. I mean, it's extraordinary. Mm, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Mm. I'm going to let uh, – <laughs> you're not sounding too happy about any of this. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Okay. Well, let me read your cards. Tell me your name again. I'm going to pull your cards. Okay. It's Lisa. And where do you live, Lisa? I live outside of the Tucson area. Oh, good. I love Tucson. Hold on. Uh, let me see what the cards have for you. Oh, goodness. Okay. From the past, and I do a many tarot, which means past, present, and future, and then the, your final, final sort of a spiritual journey. You came in with uh, very... You may want to do your genealogy. You got a lot of money. You haven't. You, you can be expecting from a past life. I'm looking at it right now, and it had to do with uh, your father's side. So you may want to get into your ancestry now. With the present, what is it? All these people tonight. This is curious. I bet it has something to do with the planets. You've got that seven dream thing going on too, Lisa. So you have a lot of opportunities. I don't know what it is about seven and justice tonight with your guides, but they are really working on you. Uh, Now, money is up for you in the future, even though you got it from your past life. You didn't come in wanting money. You wanted justice. So you missed your calling. You would have been a good attorney. (laughs) Anybody ever tell you that? You know, I I feel you're. I it resonates for me what you're saying. Yeah. 
you would have been a good attorney. You really would have because you're all about justice. Now, it's okay because that's who you are, but your future, you have, you're doing a total 360 uh, transition. So you're one of those that have totally moved the world, like from heaven to hell. Uh, I'll just put that card aside because it's called the devil <laughs> in the tower, but you got them. <laughs> but the world abounds. So it's like Suzanne says, we're creating a whole new world. So you may want to look at what's going on because you're totally creating everything in your future. Your cards are all about straightening it out. The now, uh, it shows me that you have some kind of education and travel involved in your future. But it only shows me that you're on your quest. So it has to do with you totally. You're going to totally. And this is going to take you out now in 2020. You're the first that that is totally. The cards say you are totally reading. I'm sorry. You're breaking up. I, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm totally reworking it. Recreating. No, you're oh, recreating. Recreate. You're totally yeah. recreating your world. That means whatever you know right now is three. You know, it's like, do they say 180 or 360? The opposite 360. side of the world. Okay. So you're all about your relationship, sure. But, you know, uh, the world right now is telling me that you're completely changing the ground you stand on. So, uh, what does that mean to you? Are you going to look at the wisdom and maybe traveling? There's something reprinting. Uh, you need to be receptive to it. But uh, Suzanne, can you grasp that, or do you need an astrology chart? Maybe let Suzanne pull your chart too, Lisa, because you've yeah. got some very powerful earth-shattering cards up right now. I don't know Lisa, if it's your. Uh-huh. No, I think I think the interesting thing that TJ has hooked into. Um, and she's so much more willing to do some of these things that I won't do in a short reading. She's hooked into the fact that you really are somebody who was born with a grace card for a certain profession. So when she said, you know, you really would have been a great lawyer and that you were seeking justice, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be a lawyer. It just means that you have to serve justice. And it seems like when you serve justice in your life's purpose, it's like you get a grace card. You get everything you need to continue on another day of doing your life's work. So it doesn't have to be legal. It doesn't have to be judicial. It just has to be the idea of serving justice. And this is one of your conflicts, is, is that you really are so good at what you do, but you never receive the just desserts. Ah. Uh. Okay. Is that pretty heavy? You got a very heavy reading, even for me. <laughs> well, um, you know, it it does speak to my recent um, years because I I uh, started a nonprofit, and it was all about serving social justice or injustice oh, wow. or the, okay. the underserved. But okay. I left it behind after. Uh, a great number of years working at, and now I do something totally different, but it's still helping people, but it has a potential. What I do has a potential of making money. And so, um, yeah. Okay, so it, wow. that always, is, it is about justice. It's always about justice, what you're serving then. Yes. 
Yeah, so I'm always mm. for the underdog. Always. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. Wow. Well, thanks for giving us the feedback. Have a great evening and join oh, us again. Thank, thank yeah. you, ladies. Thank you. I love. Oh, oh thank you. and that you're a truck driver. Oh my God, are you were? I love it. <laughs> I did too. Money was great. <laughs> I love the travel. Oh, a, I was in all, all. I've been in all states and got to know the world pretty good. And all the big companies. I even pulled for the treasury and part, you know, on the military bases and went to Microsoft and carried, you know, the laptops. It was great, great time of my life. But you know, I was oh, always excited. No matter, I would walk in and. Believe it or not, even as a truck driver, I try to look as manly as possible in my jeans, white shirts, boots, and a big belt buckle because I drove a truck because I'm 5'11". But that, I'd walk in and go, you're a psychic, aren't you? It's like, God, how can you tell? I just walked in the um, door. The guy had never seen me before. It'd be, a, you know, the guy behind the counter to love truck stop or something. And, and I uh, still remember it. So you can't hide it, you know, so... I know you're not going to be able to hide yourself either. So you said you had a nonprofit and you put everything into it. But remember now, you're doing a complete shift. So flip everything that you've been doing, right? It's okay. Uh, yeah. uh, I really think you ought to call and get your, your, your somebody that's highly skilled to read your chart because I'm still trying to understand my own. And I had mine done back in the 80s and uh, paid $75 for it. But, you know, I still didn't understand it. So I'm still learning, even though I'm a psychic. But uh, whatever you've got going on for you, it looks pretty good. So, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. But at the same time, you've got to flip it. So what is this? Anyway, we can talk all night. So just stay in touch with us and give Suzanne a call. Suzanne, did you get her number? She loves us ladies. <laughs> did she get oh, her yeah. number? 714-400. Okay, you know what? I'm I'm trying to write your name down from the the blog talk. Okay, so it's uh, Suzanne and CJ. Seven one four. Okay, four hundred. I mean, I'm I'm sorry. Seven one four four hundred. Seventy three eighty four. Seventy three eighty four. And you, you know, Suzanne, I just I just love your voice. Your voice. Is, oh. I was in radio. I was in radio oh. for a number of years. And I just love your vo- I love both your voices. They're so distinct. And, uh, <laughs> I like hers better. I like no, I love both maybe. of yours. Okay. So, Suzanne, it's 714-400-7384. You got it. And I have okay. so much difficulty. I can't stand listening to the sound of my voice. It drives me nuts. Oh, but no, I- quit. Quit, quit. No, you got a great voice. You have a you have a true I love watching black and white old English or old American movies. And, uh-huh. I mean from the thirties and forties. You have that kind of voice. Huh? Well, both wow. of you do. They're very distinct. Your voices are very distinct. I love them. Oh, thank you so much. Have a great day and join us again. You both. Huh? Yeah, you're okay. the first yeah, both of you. ever we don't have anybody else, but you're the first person that told me they like my voice. And uh, Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Doesn't she have well, a beautiful voice? It's melodic. It's comforting. It's clear. Yes. Is that my voice? Your, your voice. voice. Your, your, your yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. No, no I know. I know. I, I, that's, I did radio for a long time, and 
I, uh, for, in connection with my, uh, to promote my nonprofit, you know, I know I have a great voice. I do have a wonderful voice, but you all have a great voice. You all, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, you maybe you better have come do radio some. Have you got time? I'm sorry? Have you got time to do radio again? Oh, isn't that sweet? And so you're so psychic to say, do you have time? Because I am spread all over the map. Um, If I did radio, I probably would do something like blog talk. I wouldn't do it the way I did it before. I did uh, radio, uh, you know, like national public radio, you know, that radio station. NPR, yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't, no, I didn't. I did not uh I did work for them indirectly in Tucson at the university but it wasn't on the air stuff. I did on the air um community supported radio outside of Tucson and that was community supported radio and I had my own shows and and I produced them. And then I had another station that I worked with and I I did the same thing. I produced my own shows and and I was a talk show host and I'll never I don't I know we never should say never but I thought oh I'll never do this again Uh, you know blog talk to me offers the idea I think of being very independent and when you're I think that really speaks to me so if I ever did anything it would be probably on blog talk or a podcast that kind of thing well why don't you try it or call me I've got some days open, but they've got a special going for twenty three months, so it's, uh, t- only twenty bucks a month. Hey Teresa, so, did you want to give did you want to give her your your phone number and she can? Oh yeah, can, actually yeah, yeah, we're just talking because yeah. there's, but uh, yeah, we had a break in there, but now somebody else did call in. Uh, give me uh, yeah, my name is uh, T J. It's Teresa Jeanette, but I go by T J. T J. Morris, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. my phone number. Is eight five zero three seven six three zero. Okay, three three seven six. Okay. Nine one hundred. Okay, nine one zero zero. Okay, so Are let's see. That's it. number. Give me your first name again. I forgot. I'm sorry. It's it's Lisa. Lisa. Lisa, I'm terrible with names, and I worked for Lisa Freight. When I was a truck driver, isn't that funny? It was Lisa well, I think out of F&B Oh, I love talking. Oh my God, I love hearing <laughs> that you were a truck driver. I just love it. Really? <laughs> wow. Oh my All God, right. yes. Okay. Well, well I know you got to... your other caller. Okay. Yeah, but Lisa, call me uh, in the afternoon tomorrow over the weekend. Let's hook you back up in some radio. <laughs> I mean, I thought oh, no, I can't you love. I'm really busy for all that, but I, you know, sometime I will. Sometime I've got a okay. couple ideas, but when things settle, I'll give you guys a call. Though you're really nice, I'll find out more about the astrological chart and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're going through a major change. Apparently, radio's not on it. You've been there, done that, got that T-shirt. So. <laughs> all right. Well, you Thank take care. You. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. All Thank right. you. Thank Bye-bye. you. Okay. All Bye-bye. right. We got. Uh, I know Diane, uh, Suzanne. I, I didn't have anybody. So <laughs> it was her. It was her. Rich. So <laughs> but we got somebody now. Two hundred one. You're live and on the air with TJ and Suzanne. What's your Hi, name and TJ. where are you calling from? Hi. 
Is that? Hi, Suzanne. This is Jackie. I'm calling from New Jersey. Hey, Jackie, oh, hi, is Jackie. that it? Yes. Jackie from New Jersey. Yeah. I think we talked <laughs> to her before. What's going on today? Oh, um, go ahead, Jackie. Yeah, I had I had two people from my job that try to reach out to me, and I'm not really in the mood to speak with them. They've tried to undermine me in the past, and I don't appreciate it. I just want to know what they're up to, because I, I haven't returned to work yet. Uh-oh. Uh, Rich, did she fall off? I'm Hold still on here. Hold on just a minute, Jackie. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you are. I wonder what happened. I didn't it do just, anything. I it, it just clicked. dropped off. It just dropped off. It said, it said, thank you for joining Blog Talk Radio, and then it went click. So I don't know if I was on too long or something. I have no idea. <laughs> but well, we were talking. Yeah, this okay. is Jackie, and she's, she's got from some... New Jersey, yeah. and she wants yeah, to ask some what a problem uh, at, at work. And she hadn't gone uh-huh. back yeah, Two yet. women. Two women. Two women. That, uh, so what's that the I'm supposed to have. Water? Yeah, what's what's going on at the water? We we used to call it at the water cooler, right? Cooler. Like the, yeah, you know, yeah, like I, the show office or something. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll let you talk to Suzanne about that. Go ahead, Suzanne. This is Jack. We talked to her once before, I think. But let me mute. Go ahead. Jack, you tell me your date of birth. 1-5-1965. So I'm going to ask a question, and I don't want you to take offense because I want to give you your solution, and I think mm-hmm. I can give you your solution in 10 minutes or less. So let's just okay. go to work, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So these two ladies that you're having an uh, office conflict with, which has just got to be the worst because you spend all day with these people, um, does this remind you of um, something like this that happened in the past? Yes. Okay. How is it similar? It's like high school nonsense, and you know, people people pulling pulling strings behind your back. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. petty and and it's not fair. And then, you know, I end up doing the bulk of everything, and then they run and hide, and take. And one takes credit, the other one pretends she doesn't know what's going on, but she's the main one, and I've, I've been sitting, I've allowed them to, I've given them all the rope I want to give them, I don't want to give them any more rope. It's I gotten you to, to feel, it, it, Jackie, it's gotten you to a place where you feel depressed, you have a sense of regret over the past. You're, when a person when a person starts vocalizing a regret over the past, what they're doing is they're expressing their depression. And somehow mm. or another, these female office workers um, are making you feel unworthy and less than. Well, one of them one of them likes to to she likes to throw her credentials around, and mm-hmm. but I know she depends on she depends on me to get the work done. Mm-hmm. And both of them, both of them do have more credentials than I have, but I do the work. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a really, really simple, straightforward question, and I mm-hmm. want you to hold in the answer no until I work my way through this question. Okay. Okay. What would happen if you simply stopped covering for them and doing their work and tried to get transferred out of the department? 
And I'm going to be really direct with you, very blunt, very direct, mm-hmm. and right to the point with you. I think that this uh, pattern uh, in some way or another resembles a pattern that you saw in your home in your early family life. Um, and here's the part of it that is so dishonest and really gets you angry and feeling hurt is that if they really were as talented as they say they were and if they really were as educated and they really were as qualified, then they wouldn't need you to do the work for them. So it's a lie shrouded in evidence. And it is the, you should pay attention to the person who constantly makes a point of saying, well, look at me and look at what I've done. They're mm-hmm. always, they're always covering something up. Because truthfully, in my life, I've been busy doing my work and, you know, taking care of my life and raising a family and just doing life. I haven't had time to stand around and say, hey, look at me. Look at how great I am. Hey, look at, look at what school I went to. I haven't had time for that. And why is that? Because when you're good at what you do and you're trained, educated, qualified, practiced, experienced individual, you're doing the work. You're not sitting around saying, hey, look at me. So I want you to figure out a way to take and stop doing their work for them. That's what I want you to do. I'm not saying this is easy. I'm not saying you're going to come up with an idea about it right away. But I want to see you keep a journal of what you're doing at work. I want you to take out a book, a little blank composition book, and write down. Um, Because the thing I don't like about your situation is that these two women are creating a hostile work environment for you. And there's no cause for it. I mean, there's simply no cause. You're working hard. You're a hard worker. You produce excellent results. You're covering for them. And then they feel so guilty about it that they are attempting to shame you, humiliate you, and make you feel bad about it because you don't have the same education as they do. And I'm sorry. There are no root words for me to express how wrong this is. But the solution is to start documenting this. You know, hostile work environment is not an acceptable thing. And there's no cause for it because your work is extraordinary. So if you think in your thinking, I have the answer. If a problem has been presented before me, I have the answer. And it really requires that I just apply different thinking this solution will come to you one piece at a time, one step at a time, one word at a time, um, and that's, that is your journey. Um, you have to understand that they are doing this because they know they are very inadequate. That doesn't make it okay. It just gives you a different perspective. Mm-hmm. You don't sound very happy things- no, no, things weren't handed to me on a silver platter. I know that even as even as a child, I've always had to work and do it do it I can. And I learned along the way. I learned a lot from um, my childhood that is really carrying me through a lot of my adulthood now. It's just, you know, um, I'm a team player, and but I realize that everybody is not. But I don't appreciate anyone dumping on me Mm -hmm. and playing the game 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, you only want to know me when you need help because you're lost. And I'm sitting mm-hmm. here saying, wait a second. This one went and got the master. That one went and got the doctor. She's always bragging about, oh, I used to, I used to, but yet you're throwing everything on me. And I got to a place before we went into COVID where I really couldn't take it anymore. The job made me ill to my spirit. And I haven't returned um, since the year began last week. I'm supposed okay. to go back next week. And mm-hmm. I'm... I'm going to be working from home, though, but I have to deal with them through email, through mm-hmm. virtual meetings, things like that. And I just I just want to pull the shade down and okay. just... Don't. Please don't. Please pick up your gumption and go and, go and say... I want to keep because... it simple and sweet. Keep it simple and sweet and keep it moving. Okay. Here's the part, here's the part where you're not hearing my answer to you, and I don't okay. want to be impatient with you. No. It's just... I mean, it, it's just a lot of the things that those women did in the office, they will not be able to do in the next format. And I'm going to tell you something. Don't agree. Don't write them an email. Don't receive an email without letting somebody else also receive a copy of their email. Don't agree to meet with them alone. Agree to meet with them in groups. The behavior will stop for the really simple reason that they know it's wrong And I always say that people know the difference between right and wrong and what to do because if they would not do it in public, in front of other people, then they know they're wrong. And often Mm -hmm. that is your biggest barrier. You're not going to have to deal with them one-on-one, and you're not going to allow them to send you um, private emails. Even if you only take the email and forward it to another one of your accounts, the mere act of you saving that email and putting it into perspective and saying to yourself, that isn't right, I'm going to keep a record of this, is going to release a lot of pain. But I believe at a very deep level that the reason this has come up is because you have not completely resolved the pain of the family of origins, high school, and now it has reemerged. So whenever that happens, it's so incredibly painful. It's the same story, the same lesson, the same characters. I have a term for it I call the usual suspects. Mm-hmm. So that's the hard part, and that part's up to you. But come the end of November, this will be a problem of the past, and I want you to reach around, pat yourself on the back, and say, I can do this. But don't let them win. Please don't let them win. You know, you are bigger than this. You are stronger than this. And um, your job is an important job. So let's just march forward. Um, But protect yourself, please. I am. Because they're compulsive liars. They always dump an extra workload on me. And one of them, one of them was like, she was like a friend to me. I thought she was a friend. But I I realized Mm -hmm. she just was using me. Mm-hmm. Like she can't yeah. come up with an original thought. Right. She takes so everything she and runs with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, you know. Yeah. And and it is something that I wrestle with, even as a child, in the same exact school when I went there with the friends who always used, used me for, you know, whether it was giving them answers to a question or helping them with their work. And 
Mm-hmm. You know, then they'll get in front of people and, you know, make stupid remarks, you know, to show off in the crowd. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm just not there anymore. I'm, I just want to work and move forward. I'm looking for other um, options. But mm-hmm. it also depends on what's going on in my district. And my district has a lot of problems and a lot of user characters like them, the mm-hmm. user suspects, you know. I'm just right. tired of being the brain and not getting the credit. I would like to go to school. I would like to work and go to school. I would like to have free mind when I come home instead of doing other people's work because they've, they've electronically, you know, moved it over into my caseload without no support. Okay, so how how would you record that? I mean, one well, of the things anything, you can... Well, anything, anything that is sent to me, Email, I do keep a copy of it. Okay. So if you start out in the morning and you have a caseload mm-hmm. and then and then and then it changes because somebody forwards something to you, you know, I mean No, I have a friend. All right, okay. The one that was my friend, right? I'm a teacher, she's a teacher. The other person is a case manager. Okay. Any any time she has difficulties in her class. She goes to the case manager, she moans, and then the case manager dumps it on me. Okay. And I already have a full load. Meanwhile, I would have 30 cases, and she would have 10. Well, I think here's the part where because you're in your pain and because it's a repeating pattern, you're Mm -hmm. not listening to this. Mm -hmm. It's not fair that you end up with 30 and somebody else ends up with 20. How's that fair? And how is it fair for the people that you're supposed to take care of that you get a heavier workload and you have to work, you know, 60 hours to get the work done? No, that's not fair. But you have to document it. You have to download the page. And you have to show that they were transferred to you because the other person, you know, the other person didn't want to do it. And you'll compile this book, and then you'll be able to show that it's favoritism, it's nepotism, uh, it's an unbalanced workload, it's somebody who's singling you out to take the heavier workload. And mm-hmm. you're going to have to speak up for yourself. Nobody is going to assist you. You're going to have to pray about this, ask for guidance, and figure out how to get into this spot. You feel beaten down at the moment. And that's not the position I need you in. I need you in the position of understanding that this problem has arisen for a reason and you need to solve it and not submit to it. You have submitted too long. I'm being honest with you. I don't want to hurt your feelings. But no, the only way no, I was... no, 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 because I, I did document it last year. But the person, the person who, for some strange reason, was allowing it to persist, because I, uh-huh. I brought it up in writing last year early in the okay. year. Right. That person died from COVID. Okay. Time to bring and it back I, up then. To yeah, bring it back to, up. Yeah, it's time for you to bring it back up. Because that's, I mean, the people that you're taking care of, and maybe let's say your your caseload should be at 20, and even 20 would be a lot of hard work. What happens when you get an extra 10 cases that you don't have enough Crazy. strength? Yeah. So, so I get no downtime. Right. So this is where you have to take out the documents that you put together last year where you documented it and the person died and it got pushed to the side and you can take it back out and ask, you know, go back and readdress the problem because it's so wrong. 
I don't even have words for how wrong this is. But mm-hmm. it is up to you to stick up for yourself and to solve this problem. Absolutely. I know that. I, I've always been pretty vocal. I, Good. You know, I, I'm just at a place now where I'm, I'm sick of the place. The, the energy is so draining. Yeah. There's a lot of dishonesty. Dishonesty yeah, and manipulation. Yes. Well, a lot. Right. So this is your journey. This is mm-hmm. your journey to correct this. How many years have you been in this position? Well, this particular one four, but I've been doing the same type of work for 22 years. I have three more years to officially be able to retire with my benefits and move into the next phase of my life. Okay, so let's document this. Let's continue on the process of documenting this and turning this in. And, you know, you're going to have to think outside the box. I do see the situation improving by November. So I don't know exactly what action you take or what happens, but I know the situation resolves for you. So that's where I need you to trust that the universe is going to give you what you need you're going to spend time looking at solutions and finding solutions. But I want you to know you're so worth it. You're so talented. And I don't want you to tolerate this one more time. Not one more time. I want you to ask before you go to sleep tonight, what is the solution? And there'll be a dream. And then you'll write that dream down. And then you and I will decipher the dream. And it will explain to you the solution. So, your dream state has the answer ready and waiting for you. You simply need to make yourself um, pliant and available to it. Yeah, because I, I, I can't go through that emotional stuff like last year. Okay. The, the last day of work before I got on summer break, I literally had a, a hemorrhage in my eye and lost my sight. It's too All much. Right. Yeah, it is. Too much, and and it's happening at a point. And the the one person who I really helped her a lot last year, she knew that personally. I there was a lot of other things outside of work that I was trying to do in my, you know, with my family, and you know, was trying to move forward. And I took her as a personal confidant, and the whole right. time she was she was the main person behind my back, shifting the weight on me. It took me like about maybe. Four or five months to confirm it. Mm-hmm. I didn't confirm it until when we were on COVID working remotely. Right. Very same am, person. Yeah. I let my guard down. No, I don't think you let your guard down. But mm-hmm. who is that in your family? Who's the person in your family who used information that you revealed to them in privacy? in order to harm you later. Who did that to you in your childhood? Who did that to you in your teen years? Who did it to me in my childhood and my family? Yeah. Um, I had my sister, I believe. She used to okay. play me with my mother, and my mother used to let it happen between those two. Okay. And then what about when you were a teenager with your girlfriends at high school? Uh, Yeah. I had a girlfriend that was the same way. She, she actually, she she actually worked at the same job, but she didn't work directly with me. But she like Suzanne, we're out of time. She knew she knew Diddley, but she would, she would, she would snake you in a minute. Okay, so 
TJ has told us we're out of time. So mm-hmm. here's my phone number, 714-473-84. Let's go to work on this problem and let's come up with a solution. Okay? Okay. Thank you so much. I Thank appreciate you. it. Okay. Thank you very much. Take care now. Could, could you repeat the number one last time again? 714. Sure. 714-473-84. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you, ladies. Appreciate Thank it. You. Thank, you. Thank you, Jackie. Okay, folks. Uh, there was somebody that called in on the 100 numbers, but we're out of time now. Uh, you want to say who you are? Maybe we can get you uh, another night. You there? guess that's everybody then. That's everybody. TJ? Okay, Great well, we did a good job, and you really worked tonight, and I felt sort of guilty, but, no. you know, the ones I needed to do, I was there, but you did good. You, this was your night to shine as the power psychic. Do you feel like you did a power? Are you empowered now, Suzanne? Or do, oh, yeah, I think I you helped think. people. I mean, it sounded like they were very, had fun, and they were grateful, and they needed your support and your advice, so I think you're the power psychic. Oh, <laughs> you, thank you. Oh, thank you, TJ. I, I feel really good. I think you did a great job. I think that you're um, more generous. I think you're more willing to go into detail than I am. I'm like, here's the overview, here's your work, and this is how you move forward. You're more patient and listening to the details and wanting to hear the uh, fabric of people's lives. So I'm always struck huh. by your your generosity, your compassion to listen very deeply and so I like your sensitivity. So it's a good balance. It's a very, very good balance between the two of us. And um, I'm always, I'm always listening and willing to hop in. And you're always listening and willing to hop in. So it's a very nice balance, and I enjoy it very much. So I have a great. It worked. I just it don't worked. want you to feel like I'm stepping on your toes or anything. Never, you know? never, okay. never feel that. Okay. No, no, not for a second. So nope. Okay. Well, good. Well, we'll keep doing it till somebody complains about it, and then we'll <laughs> we'll work with Jackie and see. Because we know when there's more than one, but she's working at home, and so many of our COVID people, everybody out there that's in service to others, we do appreciate you in our spiritual community. And Suzanne uh, has agreed to help me run our spirituality wellness, and it's it's definitely needed. So. Uh, guys, email me and Suzanne uh, and find out how to get in touch. We put our Psychic Club up here, and I'm sure it's got to contact us on there, psychicclub.us. Let me see what Suzanne says, psychic something, psychicnetwork.us. So if you'd like to be in our psychicnetwork.us, mine's psychicchannel.network, but I'm more of going to run all the people on the channel. She's going to help run us as our psychic network psychic network dot us but give us an email and uh, tell us what you'd like help with and we're going to try to put out a spirituality network uh it's called spirituality wellness magazine for our love and light community and uh we'll start working on that so you guys tell us what you you know how you'd like to be a part and uh hopefully we can get it where you guys can get it online so We'll be back. Now, tomorrow night, Friday night, me and Suzanne are going to support uh, Hawaii, one of our ACO event managers. But she's she likes to bring other people, guests on, and we don't know who there are. So, uh, But I'm supposed to go grab it. So y'all all know Janet Carolus and Aquarian Radio with me eight years. 
So I guess me and Suzanne will show up and find out who our guest is because it's by invitation only. But I, I'm pretty sure that uh, Janet told me today <laughs> that we were going to do that. If not, we can do readings. But in the meantime, uh, tomorrow night we'll be seeing who uh, Janet's inviting. And uh, Suzanne, we can look it up on Aquarian Radio and cut and paste it off of hers and put it on our our shows and see who it is. And then uh, Saturday, uh, uh, Rich Flynn and his uncle Jack Harris Rutherford are going to help us with uh, visual and performing artists, starving artists. Am I coming through, Suzanne? Yeah, absolutely. I'm just sitting here listening away. So you're okay. doing it right. And um, All right. and then and uh, that sounds really good. And a okay. great show. Great show tonight, TJ. Give yourself acknowledgement for tonight's show. You did great. We all did good. Now, 520, who, who are you and why did you hang on? <laughs> oh, I'm Lisa, and I'm, I just love listening to your show. Oh, okay. oh thank Lisa's you. Thank gonna, you thank. <laughs> Lisa, 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 you're a big part of the show now. You hang on. Oh. I guess you're the anchor. You ever hear of somebody has to anchor? You're anchoring yeah. the show. <laughs> uh, Very good. Well, All right. I, I well, love it. Okay. Thank love you. and light. See you, see, love you, um, see you next week. Thank you, TJ. Well, so now, com- tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. We got three. D- we work Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Just okay. different. So y'all remember, we're here. You can come listen to what we're doing or people we're helping. Right? So yeah. uh, Lisa, Lisa, we got her number down here. Uh but she doesn't know if she's going to do radio in the future. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I'm going to I'm going to sign me. out, ladies. Have a good evening. All Love right. and light. Good night. Good night. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye, everybody. Most